Thank you again. Thank you for having me back. I want to jump into a company that stands out to me on the list of stocks you like right now. This is an autos and tech play where many have been focused on chip makers and the automakers themselves. You've got a company called Vistian Corp. Tell us what they do. Yeah, so Vistian Corp, as you mentioned, it's an automobile supplier. They currently sell infotainment systems into many of the major automobile companies. And we like that business as a standalone business. Infotainment is gaining market share, moving down into lower end cars, and they continue to gain share gain uh, among the major OEMs, both in the United States and abroad. What we think makes the stock even more intriguing now, though, is that they have a window into the EV space. So they've signed their first contract with General Motors, where they have a wireless battery charging system to go into the car. They estimate that GM alone could account for 7 to 9% of revenues over the next five to seven years as GM rolls out their EV platform. And of course, they're also in conversation with the other major OEMs, all of whom are coming out with very strong EV platforms with the hope to gain market share in this very, very exciting disruptive industry. It seems like a supplier of critical technology for tech-heavy vehicles should be doing something similar on its chart next to the electric vehicle makers or the car makers, even the traditional car makers themselves. Yet the stock is trading where it was in the summer of uh, 2018. What's going on? How come this is uh, compressed in its valuation compared to some of its peers in the space? Well, we think there are two things going on that account for that. One is that for the last couple of years, there had been a thesis that perhaps millennials and Gen Zs would not buy automobiles like older generations have mm. done. Now, we think that thesis has changed with the onset of the pandemic. Um, we actually always expected it to change as millennials and Gen Zs had children and realized that ride sharing perhaps was perhaps not as convenient when one had a car seat and things like that. Um, that you needed to snap into your car, but particularly with the pandemic and people living, working where they live and living where they want to live instead of where they have to live, that automobile sales are going up. In addition, the market has been very excited about the pure play automobile and truck makers in the EV space and have not yet turned their focus into those companies that perhaps are further down in the value chain but that will be very big players. That creates the opportunity to buy a company that is going to have what we think is very strong, very good growth with very positive cash flow that will be a backdoor play as a supplier into this explosive growth industry with actually less risk than you would get by playing the um, actual manufacturers of the cars and the trucks where we don't know yet who will gain share and who will not gain share. This way we get exposure on a broad swath of companies, some of whom will gain share, but not all of whom will. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I like this one. There's a few other ones that uh, I want to get to before we start trading these. Nancy, uh, ICHR, ICOR, uh, if, this is basically a semiconductor play and that was trying to uh, contribute to solving some of the supply chain issues. Exactly. So we have had a thesis for a number of years about the reshoring of manufacturing in America. Obviously, this is another issue that became very important in the pandemic as we realized the strain to our um, supply chains 
with our dependence on manufacturing overseas. And certainly President Biden has been talking very much about the need to move manufacturing back to the United States, in particular semiconductor manufacturing, where semiconductors are such a crucial building block today for so many industries, including, as we just talked about, the automobile industry. ICOR is in the wafer fab equipment side, so that means they're on the front end of semiconductor manufacturing. They supply their products into companies like Applied Materials, LAM Research, the leading players in wafer fab equipment. This is an extraordinarily cheap stock selling at less than 14 times earnings. Mm. Um, it is a cyclical industry, but we are in the beginning of what we think is going to be a super cycle of growth, both driven by the increased um, penetration of semiconductors into many industries, as well as by this reshoring plan. As I'm sure you know, Intel last week or two weeks ago announced, um, I think it was $20 billion in capital spending to build two manufacturing facilities in Arizona. We think that is not the end of companies, both U.S. and foreign companies, building new plants in the United States. Love this uh, pick, super interesting, definitely overlooked, and a semiconductor right now that's making highs alongside some of the manufacturing and fab makers, as you mentioned, applied materials and others, where we've seen this uh, industry really separate winners and losers in this specific environment. Seems like uh, uh, I-Corps is in the winning category right now. Nancy, real quick, last one, Domo, uh, a stock that I think some will be familiar with in the software space. Why do you like it right now in a period where a lot of investors are retooling some of the expectations post-quarantine for software plays? Right. And we think that that is still going to continue. But Domo is both an attractively valued stock within the software space, as well as a really interesting opportunity to participate in the democratization of business intelligence and analytical software. So until now, most of this, what they call BI, business intelligence and analytical software, has really been controlled by those experts who know how to use very complicated software. Domo is pushing that down into the lower ranks within companies so that anybody will be able to do their own analytics using the Domo software. They are partnered with firms like Snowflake and Amazon Web Services. So we know there's been a lot of excitement over Snowflake after they came public. Amazon Web Services has been a terrific growth story um, for Amazon over the last couple of years. Here again is a backdoor way to both benefit from some of their growth as well as from the growth inherent in Domo themselves. We think they can continue to grow their top line at a minimum of 20%. This is an industry that is very early on its in its infancy and its growth. And as you know, the need for analytical software and the proliferation of data is doing nothing but increasing.